I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hello, family. Thank you for tuning in to this week's what's going to be really beautiful, really, really special episode of Live Your Best Life with, of course, me, Liz Wright. And one of my very favorite people in the whole world is joining me for today's conversation, a man of great love, great love, authentic, deep relationship with Jesus that, as I have said before many times, he his relationship with Jesus, his knowledge of the Word of God has transformed the life of, of countless people around the world. He's the lead translator, the author of the Passion Translation Bible, my favorite version of the Bible, uh, uh, countless other books, and obviously uh, a great man of God who is loved and respected around the nations, of course. It's my joy to welcome into the conversation with me today, Dr. Brian Simmons. Brian, welcome. Well, thank you, dear friend. It's an honor, as always, to be with you. Yeah, I just love our conversations, Brian. So what's strongly on my heart today is the deep, profound, passionate love that Father, Holy Spirit, and Jesus have for each one of us. It's something that um, Jesus has been really speaking to me about all over again, and I'm feeling his passion, like I said, for all of us to to, to have this as the foundation of our hearts, a, a fresh experience of the love of the Father and knowing your value. And I just couldn't think of anybody better to have this conversation with, honestly, as as you, Brian, because you live it. You, you live it, you experience this, it's the, it's the power of your life, and, and you share it. I mean, you ooze love. And so... I I wanted to start by talking to you in this regard for about Isaiah 43, which is the language Jesus has been speaking to me through again. Um, I it was interesting. I had a I had a conversation with Jesus quite recently, and I said to him out of curiosity, I've never asked him this in all the years of walking with him, about the original way I came into the kingdom, which was through the physical visitation. And Jesus I said to Jesus, why did you visit me? Why did you visit me? And, and, you know, that way. And he said to me, the Father sent me. The Father sent me. And he said, you were called by name. And then he began to speak to me through Isaiah 43, you know, that we are called by name. We belong to him. We belong to him. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But uh, when he spoke those words to me, Brian, I received a fresh infilling. I was overwhelmed actually by how much he loves us, a fresh infilling of the love of the Father and how valuable we are, how he enjoys each one of us, as you say so many times. You know, he enjoys everything that we are. He absolutely is passionately in love with us. And when we know this in our heart, it changes everything. So I wanted to ask you, Brian, to begin with what you know of the love of the Father, and of course, Jesus, Holy Spirit, the love of God for each one of us. And how did you first experience that yourself? Well, when I became a Christian, a believer, follower of Yeshua, I I, I had felt all my life, and this is uh, being very vulnerable, 
I had felt unloved, to be real honest. I'm an out-of-the-box type of person. Uh, I'm sure I was high-maintenance for my family, especially for my teachers throughout my education. And when I came to know the Lord Jesus, I was it was cascading into me like a fountain that I, at times I had to say, I just can't take, I can't take anymore. And my tears and in my uh, overflow, I said, Lord, I just can't take anymore. And then I began to pray that the Lord would enlarge my capacity, enlarge my heart. And that's a prayer I think all of us should be praying that he would enlarge our heart just because we have been touched by the love of God and we know down deep, we know theologically and most likely experientially that the Father really loves us, but we don't know the depth of it. So there's a calling into the deep. There's a draw me that we must pray to the Lord, draw me and I will run after you and we're going to run right into his cloud-filled chamber of union his love is so vast and complete and full. He doesn't want there to be anything between us, any person, any distance. He wants to become one with us. The Trinity is our model. And Father, Son, and Spirit intermingle. They dance as one. And so the love of the Father, it's like the Trinity has pulled us inside that glory and said, here, dance with us. Yeah. Enjoy this dance. Enjoy the sacredness of love and union. So on a personal note, uh, when I translated the prodigal son story in Luke 15, Liz, it, it so demolished me in a good way. I saw a vision. I had a vision while I was translating, which happens frequently to me. But I saw the, that moment when the father was kissing his son, I could smell the, the stink on his son's robe. You could feel the dirt as you hugged and embraced, but yet the kiss, the father, and he kissed him repeatedly. The Greek text over and over, it was a repeated action. So I saw the father doing this to a stinky, wayward, rebellious son, and I saw me, and I realized that's the love he has over and over. And the son kept wanting to say, but, you know, if you just take me back. And he finally, in the vision I had, he said, just, you're home now. You don't need to worry about that. You're home. You'll not be a servant. You'll be mine. And that brings us to Isaiah 43. You are mine. I have called you by name. So that, that uh, experience, along with a lot of others, and divine encounter of just Jesus pouring his love over me. And uh, I, I'm unworthy. I'm as unworthy as anyone in the universe, but he won't even listen to that talk. He wants us to know his love. And if you keep saying you're unworthy, you're unworthy, you're unworthy, how are you going to know his love? Right. So the, the, he, to revelation is, yes, just an open heart, not a defense, not telling everybody that you're a worm or you're unworthy or you're, you know, 
Paul did mention that, but only in his immaturity as an apostle. In the latter years, he, he didn't go there. Uh, it was his union with the Father and with the Son. So I, Liz, I, I'm so glad you're asking this of me because the love theology has captured me, that the Bible is a love story from beginning to end. It's all about a bride finding, all about a, a bridegroom finding his bride, the divine union with that bride that will bring believers into ecstasy and the bliss of the uh, of the love of God. I'm I'm getting uh, some of those kisses right now. So <laughs> <laughs> I can oh. see you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Just catch the overflow, guys. Catch the impartation. <laughs> oh, I can feel this presence. You're going to get completely saturated with his love again today. <laughs> Brian, you said something. I've, I've heard you talking and teaching on this. The kisses. The kisses, the love theology, the kisses of God. Talk to us yeah. about the kisses of God. It's profound. It's profound teaching this. It changes everything, oh. doesn't it? Not, not for you to have more information, guys, but for you to actually begin to experience the, the heart intention that was in the Lord's heart while he had those words recorded for us. <laughs> what do you wow. want him to experience of him right now as Brian is talking? Wow. Well, you know, let's let's stop and think of it literally for just a moment because it's a figurative. The kiss is a metaphor, but think of it literally. How intimate, how near, affectionate, vulnerable. And there there's there's a touching of of your body, your lips to somebody else that is precious. So that term transferred to the love of Jesus, that his nashak is the Hebrew word, the nashak, the kiss, is the communication of his intimate embrace of your soul, that he delights in you, he wants you. You don't kiss, you don't kiss somebody you don't like. If you do, you're a hypocrite. But when you are intimate and you 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 allow the kiss of God's affection to smack your heart with its flame divine, it will intoxicate you like taking a drink of wine. It will do something to your innermost being, and it's meant to. And I love the Song of Songs, the book that it comes from, although Kiss the Sun actually came from Solomon's father, David, who wrote Psalm 2, where it says, we bow down and kiss the sun. So we kiss him, and now he... Uh, uh, she, the Shulamite, the, uh, a female David, is saying, Lord, kiss me, come and kiss me. So that, man, that divine romance, divine embrace of the Father's love. Whenever we think of Jesus' kiss, though, we have to think of the Father, because Jesus and the Father are one, and Jesus perfectly reflects the Father. Jesus said, if you see me, you've seen the Father. So the kisses of Jesus can equate as well to the kisses of Father God. And that's why the prodigal son, that story is so powerful. It's like uh, the father's Shulamite. We're not only the Shulamite of Jesus, but we're, you're the father's sacred partner as well. He's become one with you uh, through Christ, his son, through the spirit. 
three in one, living in you, basking you, bathing you, washing you in the avalanche of love daily, every moment you can experience that. <laughs> oh, this. <laughs> oh, oh. It's oh. glorious. <laughs> Do you know, Brian? I'm oh. sitting here getting drunk in the spirit, listening oh. to Brian. <laughs> the wine of the love of the presence of Jesus, his love is pouring out. Oh, oh thank you, Lord. Thank there's you, Lord. Something, there's something else I discovered through your footnotes where uh, from Song of Solomon about the um the meaning, the Hebrew meaning of the word nashag. Yeah. <laughs> the other part of it is is um, being equipped, equipped for battle, right? Obviously meaning whatever we face in life, his love, right? The experience of his kisses, of the experience, the revelation of how much he loves you into your heart is the most powerful force, equips us for anything, and everything that we face in life is just, uh, I remember sitting there stunned reading that, thinking, oh my gosh, it's actually the most powerful, beautiful, exhilarating experience that we can ever experience in life that heals as we were created for it, but it also is powerful and militant as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think when we're divinely kissed, that's where we can face darkness. We can face the enemy. We can face our own personal traumas and, and heartaches. When we have been kissed, but before that, we we tend to go on our own strength with our own heart's affection, and that runs out. But when his kiss comes over you, it arms you for battle. It prepares you for the rejection and the, the issues the world may throw at you, even people you love may throw at you. But the kiss keeps you sweet. It keeps you kind. You know, I, I want a restoration of the fruit of the Spirit. I've been thinking about that, Liz, the last few days, that the holy fruit of the Spirit must be restored to the vine and to the branches. And the fruit of the Spirit is love. It's singular. It's love. And the other eight, grammatically in the Greek, it's singular. It's only one fruit. It's love. The other eight are expressions of that love. It's love in bloom. Love, you know, joy is love exalting peace is love at rest uh, meekness is love at school and it's love in its many variations and when that fruit begins to come in your life huh, it will satisfy you and jesus and others in a way it's the only way to live life the fruit of the spirit which is love yeah Absolutely. It's the greatest authority, isn't it? Because it's who he is. The one who is government is showing up, exuding from our lives, the fruitfulness. Those that live in union with him, fruitfulness will stream from their life. Hey, it's the truth. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So how do you how do you maintain your walk of receiving his love? Can you give us some keys from your experience that can help? Yeah. Meditation. Meditation on Bible verses, scripture to me, let him kiss me. Every person viewing this, listening to this, you really need to begin daily, daily making this your prayer. Let him kiss me. And you may just stop at let him. It's so awesome to just let him, to yield. We join him in union, not by striving, but by yielding, because we are already one. We yield to that reality. 
And when we do so, he kisses us. Let him kiss me, not somebody else. We want them to be blessed, but let him do it to my heart, my soul. To bathe my heart in the love of God is the only thing that has kept me going in our, uh, you know, our obstacle course called life. And I can tell you the love of God never fails. It has cast out my fear. It has sustained me when uh, nothing else could. Love lifted me. And I can verify wholeheartedly how it's brought a healing and a joy and intimacy in all our family. My entire family have been impacted by this love theology. And all, all we're told to do is to love. That's, that's our number one. If you have adult children, you can't counsel them. You can love them. And uh, to try to preach to them, it'd be a good way to harden their heart. But if you love them, that love preaches of Christ, and it will touch their heart. So love, love, love is the key. There's no prohibition. You can't drink too much <laughs> of that love, of that sweet love of Jesus. Uh, matter of fact, you need a whole lot more than what you've ever had before. And I'm speaking, uh, I'm joining you saying I do too. Yeah, it's he's simplifying us right now, isn't he? To literally, he's removing religion and striving and works and just trying to be good Christians and burning out in the process. Even though it's a noble aspiration, it's hard work. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's stripping us back, isn't he, to this beautiful place of just union, living in the experience of his love as the strength uh, of his presence, as the strength of our life, right? It's just amazing what's going on. Yeah. I think his love is healing. It's it's yeah. it's uh satisfying it is elevating it opens the soul and the eyes to see revelation uh love is a power it's a, a dynamic force that emanates from god so much so that he he says god is love he actually identifies himself with love and that power to know love is to know God. If you don't know love, you don't know God. And John makes it so clear, the apostle of love, that all our theology, all our, our behavior, all our life can be summed up in just receiving and, and giving away the love of God. Yeah, it's the truth, isn't it? And it's, yes. And there was a question I wanted to ask you as well, Brian, for men particularly, because obviously you're a very masculine man and who has entered into the experience of the kisses of God. And for some guys out there, it can be a mind bender. I mean, I get it. It's a it's quite something, the imagery to access, but the, it's um it's not yeah. gender specific, the love of God. And can you can you help the guys out there? Because you there's loads of you that watch yeah. the show <laughs> to be able to go deeper well, and get over this language. Yeah. Uh Love has no gender. Right. Uh, God is, you know, considered our father. Mm -hmm. Jesus, of course, um, uh, God in, in a male body. And so there's a masculinity about love that I discovered in the Song of Songs. Um, the, the romance of love, of course, comes from the heart and emotions, but the, the very face of Father God the face of God, his very being, such a strong, supreme leader in every way. You know, he's the perfect 
king of glory. But yet there's this the, the side to God that is uh, our favorite, isn't it? It's the love, his love message. And of course, the Song of Songs, as you know, Liz, is what changed me. It impacted me in my ministry uh, t- almost 30 years ago when I began uh, Heart First Dive into the book. And uh, I was led along the way by others that had gone before me, women and men that were mystical lovers that had, you know, sprinkled the path with with breadcrumbs, with manna crumbs for me to, to follow their steps. And I, I think I may have found some of that bliss, those bliss gardens and those bliss rooms that the mystics walked into and were stunned to silence and couldn't even express it fully. And that's what I've tasted of the love of God. I've honestly had baptisms in this love that I wondered if I would survive. They were so intense. Wow. Just feeling like my whole life coming no, we have the saying of your pocket turned inside out, turning out your pocket. I felt like my whole being was being turned side out by the love of God. Wow. And it um, it was everything I wanted and everything I was afraid of. Because love can, in initial stages of love, you you it's intense. And it's an experience you've not known before. So you've got to get over that, leap over that little hurdle, and then you'll find the next encounter, the next level of the love of God. There's many dimensions of his love, the height, the width, the length, the depth. So you go to the height, keep going. You go to the width, keep going. The length, wow, it extends to the ends of the world, doesn't it? And the depth. So there's multi-layers that we must discover as divine discoverers of the love of God, spelunkers, I call them, those that go into the the caverns of his heart and tell others what they see. How do you write the Passion Translation when you are such a deep man of the spirit, (laughs) having encounters all the time? (laughs) Well, yeah, I want to do out of that. Yeah, I I want to. Absolutely. Well, I want to be you know, in the blessing and the yeah. sweet pocket of the blessing of God, Baruch, that 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 blessing that sustains you and speak and, and write and teach out of that. Yeah. I remember you sharing as well, like even the beginning of you writing the, the Passion Translation, you were commissioned. Yeah. By the Lord. Would you share that? I mean, I just, I love sure. to hear the stories of how Jesus yeah. works with us. It's just amazing and, is, and appears to us. So, it, it is amazing, and sometimes I go back into that encounter just sharing it. But uh, after pastoring 18 years, I asked the Lord for his His plan, his purpose, what he wanted for me. What is it, Lord? What's my next step? And he came into my room, and he breathed on me, awakened my spirit like never before, and the breath of his, of his mouth came upon me. And he said to me, I want you to translate my word into a new translation that will change the world. And I said, yes. I said, yes, in that encounter. And he made some very clear statements to me that he would help me 
that he would give me secrets of the Hebrew language, which I believe he has. And that doesn't mean I know it all. It doesn't mean that my translation is perfect or anything like that. I'd never, ever claim any of that. But that's what he said to me. And I feel his presence as I translate. I feel that wind at times upon my face, and it is the joy of the Lord. It is the, the Spirit of God that helps his servants and gifts them to do what he calls them to do. So uh, he, he told me that, that after I was in heaven, that this translation would be recognized as, as something worthy of the Lord himself. And um, I, I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled. It's we have raving fans and we have uh, uh, raving critics. So it has some power, doesn't it, to trigger the heart one way or the other. <laughs> right, it does. Well, it's a commissioned work, isn't it? So it's your worship. It's your yeah, relationship with Jesus. Absolutely. Producing this and you're doing this with, before an audience of one, you know, ultimately. And I just, I think I'm so grateful for it, Brian, because well, you know, you've called it the passion translation and does it communicates the passionate love of Jesus. That's how I receive it. I use it yeah. very much as a devotional, my devotional time, because it's the language of his heart. And it and I, and I find myself being able to, it facilitates that deepening connection. Mm. With him. I use it as a doorway, you know, the word of God as a doorway, mm. always there sitting there, to use, meditating on the word, like you said earlier, to experience the heart of the one who authored it, you know. So I will stay in the scripture for weeks, like just one scripture, yeah. just extracting the revelation out of it, you know, and experiencing him until his presence lifts on it, and then we move on, you know. But there's just so there's so much richness in it. I'm so grateful. Okay. Oh my gosh, I want to ask you another ten questions now, but <laughs> I'm feeling in my spirit. Could to ask you, will you please pray for us for what you've experienced that people would because I'm sure mm. listening to Brian, guys, you are you are hungry for more, you know, more experience of his love. This is this is the Christian life, isn't it, Brian? It's not for a yeah. few to experience him. We live in union, right? Family, we live in union with him. He's present all the time. We just zone out in our conscious awareness. But yeah. um, this is your moment to experience him afresh. So can I ask you to pray? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I love... uh, first of all, thank you, Liz, so much for your heart and the expressions of love that come so clearly through your ministry and from your heart. We're all grateful. And I know I'm speaking for your entire audience. We're so grateful to God for you. Friends, let's now pray. I want you just to see yourself. I, I just had a vision of, of a hammock uh, swinging uh, in a hammock. So just see yourself being carried right now, supported, lifted. Uh, just rest and just let him speak to you. Let him fill you now. Father, I thank you for the baptism of love, which is the spirit of the fear of the Lord the baptism of love, let it come upon everyone on this Zoom call, on this live stream right now, Lord. Baptize us in the love, the chesed of God, the agapao of God. Lord, inflame our heart with this fiery love, flames of sacred desire that many rivers could not extinguish 
waters, rivers of waters could not put out this flame, this, this flame divine. More, Lord, more. Let the fire increase upon our hearts until all that is left is love. The all-consuming fire of desire that takes everything away except love. Lord, eliminate it all. Consume it all. Bring us, whoa, bring us to that fire, the sacred flame, the solar flare of your love. And Lord, let it consume inferiority, insecurity, past failures, lingering shame. Lord, any, any veil that would remain over our eyes, over our heart, consume it now. Lift it from us that we would be unveiled in your love as your lookalike partner, the radiant bride, the perfect match, the equal. Lord, take us. Take us now into your love, into the prison of love, and throw away the key. Leave us there with yourself, Lord, forever. We give you our hearts. Thank you for the baptism of love. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Amen. Wow. Wow, wow. Wow. Wow, wow. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wow. Wow. What I really felt then when Brian was praying was this deep, profound assurance moving into your heart as the baptism of love, of the love of God is just touching you afresh, you know, just to saying this in finishing, I was healed of motor neuron transmission disorder. My whole body and soul was healed as I experienced the baptism of the love of the Father. When that assurance that I am his beloved, I am his beloved child, I am his bride, I am the apple of his eye, that assurance hit my heart, my body was healed and I would have died. Same Jesus, same Holy Spirit's in you, same Father. He loves you, he loves you, and there is nothing that will not be completely transformed as his love touches you, holy, and I felt him moving that way just now. The baptism of his love, you know, that we can receive every single day is the solution to everything we face in life, everything. Perfect love that casts out all fear, all fear. Holy, 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 Whew, holy, oh. holy, 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 holy. <laughs> wow. Brian, thank you. Thank you. Amen. We agree. Your life has changed. Listen to this over and over. Get soaked in this truth <laughs> and your life will not be the same again. It can't be. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Liz. Thank you so much. Thank you too. We love you and we honor you, Brian. And guys have an amazing week. Thank you for giving us your precious time too. And I look forward to being with you again next Monday. God bless. Many people know in their head that they're loved, but the experience of God's love hasn't reached their heart. That's why I wrote my most recent book, Loved. 
It's a 90-day devotional that gives you language to actually escort you into experiencing the love of God, which is the moment where everything changes for us. So I encourage you, pick up a copy of Love Today and your life will never be the same again.